The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, thanks a million for clicking that download button, and as you can tell, this week's podcast will be all about the UK Championships. Yes, we're coming to you from the UK Championships here in Stormont in Belfast. Now, I have to be said, I'm actually recording this at the minute under an umbrella. It's absolutely lashing it down whenever I first arrived here. Terrible conditions, not the best. A lot of people not really playing much. You can hear a few bands tuning up, but everyone's still sitting undercover trying to avoid the rain. Hopefully it'll brighten up throughout the day. And uh, yeah, you guys aren't really caring about that because where you're listening to the podcast now is probably nice, warm and dry. Anyway, before we get into things, I have to give a shout out to our patrons. Thanks to LoneStarPiper.com and Brandon Moreno. You guys are awesome! Yep, and I'm just shouting awesome in the middle of Belfast. <laughs> Everybody turned to look at me. Fantastic. Grant. Yes, this week's podcast will be a podcast of a difference. I'll be bringing you coverage from the event itself. Clearly, I'll be bringing you recordings of some of the bands and everything as it happens. And obviously, I'll be bringing you interviews from the ground as well. So, we'll have no listener mail this week. And no piping news either. So, if you've tuned in this week to get caught up in the piping news and all the rest, my apologies. But, this week's podcast is all about the UK Championships. The next big major... And uh, yeah, I figured as I was on the ground, I may as well make myself useful and do some recordings. I have to say, uh, I've got quite a reaction. And last week's podcast, as I was talking all about judging. Yes. Quite a reaction. (laughs) I think would be an understatement. We've had so many emails this past two, three weeks, all talking about the judging situation. All with varying degrees of opinions. And severity, I think, is the word I want to use. A lot of people with some very strong opinions on the topic. So, with that in mind, I've actually postponed the the topic of judging. I do want to get as broad a range of opinions as possible. Plus, I even want to try and bring in some possible judges myself to see if I can get talking to them in person to get their perspective on what it's all about. So... Yeah, the whole topic about judging, you guys have been emailing in and texting in and all that sort of stuff in your droves. Don't worry, we will get talking about judging, but it's far too big a topic area just to bring in as a topic of the week. I do want to dedicate a whole entire podcast to it, whether it be over one episode, maybe even two or three, but it's clearly seeming to be a massive topic. And one, I have to say, that's not unique to the UK. It's not all about RSPBA judges. It's also to do with judges around the world. I'm getting messages in from people in Australia and Canada and the US all talking about judging. And everyone all seems to have a similar set of problems. So it's interesting. It's a very interesting conversation and one that we will continue here in the podcast. So don't worry in case anyone thinks I'm dropping the ball or I'm trying to sit on the fence. A lot of people are saying, get off the fence. But I'm trying to show both sides of the story. So that's the fence I'm sitting on. Right, time for me to dander on. Time to get a chat with some people. And yeah, let's see who I can catch up with. <sighs> Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Robert Cody. What about you, sir? Well, how are we going, Rob? <laughs> Not so bad here. You've had a bit of a recent 
bad run of luck. Um, Has to be said, man. Bad luck, all right. Um, just nothing went right for me this year. But we're playing on, isn't it? So, yeah, but be fair to say, I wanted to ask you about bass drumming solo work, because you've been quite successful with uh, that. I've won a couple of trophies now, um, going well. Um, I really just started to get the confidence up in the playing, and then just went on from there. Yeah. So you got started off then with the McDonald Memorial then? Yeah, I actually started off there piping. Did you? <laughs> yeah, piping <laughs> for a year, and then... What made you move to the bass drum then? Just wasn't good at the piping. <laughs> <laughs> Fair um, enough, yeah. So, there was a position come up for the bass drum, and I was playing it one night for a bit of crack and just enjoyed it, so... And then you've had the job ever since? Yeah. So, for it started out as being a bit of crack, you ended up lifting yeah. all Ireland titles, yeah. all sorts. So, tell me, what's the difference between solo work and band work? Is there a big difference for bass men? Well, the band stuff, you're trying to keep the band together, so... It's a, bit like hard, it's a bit harder. Yeah. Where the solo, you just go in and you have a plenty of freedom to play whatever you want. I see. Aye. Well, see, someone has argued once that every band performance is a solo performance because there is only well, one bass everyone, drum. Everyone has to play their own game. Well, that's and it. If you play your own game and everyone plays well together, that's what you, you want. Have a good chance. Yeah. So tell me then, did you get anything like official lessons or anything? Did no. anybody sit down and teach you? No. Nope. Self taught. Really? Self-taught. <laughs> Watching videos on YouTube. No way. Um, Catherine from the Simon Fraser watched her. Yeah. Chris from FM and Mark, obviously, at Embraer. Watch them guys and you learn stuff, pick up stuff. And you just picked it up yourself as yeah. you went along. Yeah. That's amazing, though. <laughs> so, yeah, fair play to you, man. Well done. Uh, so then you went from McDonald Memorial then to make the jump then to Blairy Industry. Now, yeah. We all know what happened to Blairy. Blairy made the announcement they're not coming out yeah. then what happens uh, then Barry asked me down to Onsborough and we were going for a few weeks and then it was the same again just numbers just, just again couldn't yeah. fare out yeah uh, terrible so you're in your civvies today yeah. you're not playing civvies <laughs> this is my fourth competition I've been to now uh, and um, how are you fighting it well, every time I end up in the bank, uh, beer can <laughs> good man good man proper order so then, looking forward to next season. Will we see you on the grass next Hopefully year? There's, well, there's nothing yet, but see what happens. Go with the flow and hopefully get something for next year. There you go. So if there's anybody out there that needs a bass man, there's one here. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Open offers. Exactly. Well, cheers, Cody. Thanks yes, for talking no to problem. us. And will you be playing at any solo competitions throughout the winter uh, months? I'll be going for the All-Irons again in September. Oh, Who do you have playing with you? Don't know yet. <laughs> uh, all that to work out, yes. Yeah. But hey, best of luck. Yes, cheers, Rob. Cheers, man. Thanks. All right. Welcome to the show, Mr. George Usher. How are you, sir? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> so, well, this Belfast venue has to be said is one of the favourites on the calendar for a lot of piping people. But this is the last we'll see it in Belfast. Unfortunately, that is the case. This is a superb venue. It's probably one of the best venues ever we go to. Yeah. One of those things. Um, but we're staying in Northern Ireland, at least, and this championship moves to... Armagh, Banbridge, Craig Avon area in Lurgan Park next year. So there you go. So everyone had been messaging into the show saying it's in Lurgan next year. So is that that's the case then? That yeah. is the case. It will be in Lurgan Park next year. Excellent. There you go. So if anything, Lurgan's pretty central too, to be fair. Yes, Lurgan is fairly easy to get at. Um, and the, the facilities there, uh, town centre park, we're 100 yards out of the park and you're in the middle of the town. It's 
There you go. Couldn't beat it. Yeah. So I've actually had a number of people telling me where's good to go and get stuff to eat and drink and all of that. They're all about Lurgan Town, so I'll probably spend a good portion of time in the town itself too. So tell me about the association at the moment. A lot of people are messaging in and asking how things are going with the organisation and in general. How are things going? Things are going very well at the moment. All our championships are agreed now for the next three years. Um, we, we have a very bright future ahead, I can see. We have a huge number of young people coming on into the bands, uh, the, the, especially here in Northern Ireland. It's quite noticeable now the amount of youth that we're attracting into the bands. Oh, certainly, yeah, with the piping and drumming school and then what with Andy McGregor's doing with the music service for pipes and drums and everything. Yep. All of that bringing more and more kids into it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So with that, the association we heard recently is going to be opening a pipe band school, I think. Was that the, the, the story that was over in, in Glasgow? Well, we have done that every year yeah. uh, for the past number of years. See, um, yes. it, it's just a development and we try to push that forward and develop it uh, as you need to do with everything you can't oh, stand still no of course there you go so no well are you looking forward to this year's Worlds I am I'm looking forward to with some trepidation it's, uh, I think it's one of the most open championships this oh. year that, that we've ever had yeah. and we've seen the results now coming up to it uh, it's tremendous to see so many more, especially in Grade One, so many more bands in contention. Yes, no, definitely. And as much as we've been talking about it on the show, it's great as a spectator. It makes it all the more enjoyable. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, have you any particular favourites then? And uh, one of the grades we can't predict this year is Grade Two. Such a tough grade, George. Uh, it is. Any a, picks? It is a tough grade, and I would pick anybody out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That's the thing. We can't pinpoint it. You know, so many good ones in there. Aye, no, it's, it's a real tight grade. Uh, it just depends on the day, who, who turns out, sets their band up the best on the day. Ah, that's it, it's all on the day. So then with that in mind, there's always a question I wanted to ask yourself. You'll have the job of giving the speeches and being on the podium there at the World Championships mm-hmm. and looking out over that sea of people. What does that feel like? What is it like being up there? It's absolutely amazing uh, to yeah. see that park. And especially the way, as you stand there, the park fills and fills and fills with pipe bands uh, as they march in. Having to speak to them isn't such a tedious job because I I find it easier to speak through a microphone to a crowd of several thousand than it is to stand up at a dinner and speak to 20 or 30 people. Really? Wow. When you speak to... I'd be shaking in my shoes. (laughs) When you speak to a big crowd, there's nobody listening to you. (laughs) Or sometimes oh. if you have only 20 or 30 people, they're dwelling on your every word. Oh, so. I see, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, if anything, then here locally in Northern Ireland, one of the big highlights that all of our listeners are so happy about is it's returning to Newcastle. We're so yes. happy about that. Well, we'll have to say we are delighted ourselves. Yeah. Um, we have agreed great conditions that, that we will go back to Newcastle and we're back in Donard Park again. Yeah. Seems an absolute age since we have been there, but but uh, it was one of those things. People were worried when the divisions in the, among the Northern Ireland councils were split and councils became bigger that we wouldn't have enough councils interested to yeah. to take the pipe band competitions. Mm-hmm. But it's it's proving to be not the case. Actually, it's it's getting quite competitive amongst the councils oh, really? for a championship. 
That's not a bad thing. That certainly helps. That's yeah. good. You know, mm -hmm. unfortunately, we can't be everywhere. We're restricted to the number of dates we have. Yeah. And uh, we, we just can't be everywhere, but it, but it is very, very good. That's it. The calendar this year is pretty tight. A lot of people are saying that there's no break this year. <clears throat> it's just the way the dates work. Well, it's one of those things we know by the footfall. Um, yeah. I, I agree there's no breaks and it would be nice to have a break, but at the end of the day, if a band can't get out, that's just it. It's, it's that's it. Band, it, it, it can't get out. It's down to the band. Yeah. Uh, all we can do is provide the opportunity for them to be there. Yeah. And again, it comes back to the problem, not a problem, but uh, the issue that I was saying that so many people want a championship now. Yeah. Uh, to be able to fit them in, we're trying to run without a break. And we see how it goes, and at the end of the season, we'll assess it. Yeah. And we may have to drop one there. or two venues. I see, yeah. So that's it. There is such demand out there for competitions now. There they is. do seem to be everywhere. So difficult to try and balance all of that. Yeah. It is, yes. Especially when we pulled back from Kyle uh, in Scotland. When we pulled back from Kyle, yeah. it meant that we lost a date in June. And, yeah. and that has been difficult to work around, um, but we have to do it. But even at that, the, the piping culture and music in general is in good hands, because just as we're standing here, there's so many kids all walking past <laughs> with pipes and drums. It well, seems to be something that's really popular now. It is. It, it seems to be the cool thing to be now, to instead of a, a recorder in school, yeah. you can blow a chanter Bring a chanter out, yeah. <laughs> So it's no longer the nerdy thing. It was always like, oh, you're a pipe band nerd. You yeah, know? But now yeah. it is the cool thing. Uh -huh. Now it is the cool thing. Grant. So what does the future hold for yourself then, this next incoming year or so? Are you looking forward to next season? Well, uh, I've been re-elected president for the next three years. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the season. But it's, yes. I'm actually coming to a stage where I have to think about retirement from it all too. Oh, so, oh I suppose, um, yeah. How long have you been in position now? It's been a while now, hasn't it? I've been president since 2003. I've 15 really? years done. Wow. I didn't realise it was that long. Or... Uh, time flies by. Certainly does. <laughs> there you go. But I'm sure you've got quite a few stories to tell during that time, George. Well, a few, yeah. but I'll wait there at hard before I tell them. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for being chatting to me, George. Thank you. Not at all. Thank you. So, I'm in the final tuning park. I've had enough of walking around talking to people. And I just wanted to let... <laughs> I think this is something that people don't really appreciate. We get to hear the performances and everything from all the arenas, but you don't actually get to see what happens behind the scenes. So, yeah, listen to this glorious racket. <laughs> so all I've done there was just hold the mic up and let you hear what's going on. In front of me, I have St Mary's Derry Trasmet. To the right of me, I have Johnstone Pipe Band. I have Battle Hills on the hill there, yep. I have Carnoustian District, I just listened to a bit of Denny and Donny Pace. They're all warming up. The Chinon Park is packed, and this is actually one of the most interesting areas to be here in a major championship because you get to see all the goings on, you know, how bands put their tunes together, how they put their sound together, especially on a day like this when it's really wet and just overcast and horrible. But a lot of guys furiously working away tuning and stuff, and if anything, this is, yeah, I actually prefer the Chinon Park to stand in at an arena for three hours so yeah I don't know it's an interesting little thing I want to know your opinion of course of the final Chinon area that's where all the action happens I believe whenever it reaches the arena the work is done so 
Yeah, I just love being in the final tuning park. And here in Belfast and Stormont, there's actually two of them. There's two final tuning areas. So this is only one of them. We, oh, there's Carnoustian District. Let's see if we can get a wee listen to these guys warming up. sounding too bad at all guys are warming up now just in front of me we're taking a short walk over here comes battle hill let's get a quick listen to the guys of battle hill see what they're getting up to a battle hill there not sounding too shabby at all and if anything running around them furiously with meters there's like two different guys there all tuning away furiously i can see just in front of me now a tully lagging drum corps of course current world champions let's get a quick shift of what these guys are doing that's why i love the tuning park everyone's all in one place playing at the one time let's get a listen today is MSR performance for them so furiously working away at the Strasse Bay there so there you go, let me know if you enjoyed this wee flavour of the tuning park now this is only one of them, I'll maybe take a walk over into the other one and see what's going on there, but uh, yeah let me know, if anything I'll be interested because I know it might not work in a podcast setting but I figured I would give it a go so let me know, (laughs) what do you think? Welcome to the show Mr Dave Halder what about you sir? How you doing? <laughs> Welcome back to Belfast. Yeah, thanks. Lovely to be back. Uh, there's a stupid amount of people have been messaging our show saying how excited they're here they are to hear Dyko. Oh man. Well, we're very flattered. Thank you. We're we're uh, hoping for a, a good day. The weather's good at the moment and uh, seems to be going well this week. So, tell me about the new medley. We've heard the recording, although it seemed to have been recorded from like 3 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an interesting venue. We we picked that venue this year because it's probably the most um, Scottish venue that that we have, uh, where you walk onto grass and there's trees around. Yeah. Um, they set it up kind of interesting this year for spectators. So the spectators weren't allowed to really get close. So our right. our person with camera 
couldn't get close as well because uh, they're part of the spectators. So, see, so they wanted um, to keep everybody back. It, it actually looked further away than than it was, um, <laughs> but <laughs> but that's as far that's as close as you can get to the bands at that particular contest. There you go. So, as you're aware, I'm sure we had Steve Stephen on the show yeah. this past week, yeah, and he really told good. us all about the UK contingent. Mm-hmm. How has that been going for yourselves? Terrific. Um, you know, I'm lucky to have Mr. Gary Nemo here, who's, who's standing beside me. That's uh, He's Very the, stoic. He's not saying a word. Yeah, yet. he's standing back at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, he's the glue that keeps it together over here, and the and the group is a really tight knit group. Communicate a lot, and uh, you know, travel and, and meet in one spot. And uh, Gary keeps them in line, and it's working out really well. There you go. If anything, what I've been fascinated about is the use of technology. Stephen was saying that you guys are constantly sending recordings backwards and forwards. How does that work through like WhatsApp or Skype or something? Well. Um, all of the above. We were all using, yep. Some people yeah. just have, you know, you know, old basic technology like email. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll yeah. record themselves and send a recording over. We have specific uh, homework things each week. And send, everybody sends, so everybody sending the same thing. Yeah. Everybody gets evaluated and gets like a crit sheet and uh, homework to work on, and and then we move on to the next week and the next uh, assignment. That's fantastic. It's not almost like being at school. You get homework sent it's, to you. Uh, I can tell you, there's a lot of homework to mark. <laughs> <laughs> So then, in comparison then for this piping scene here in the UK to back home, uh, how can you compare the two piping cultures, really? It's very exciting over here. It seems like it's a way of life, um, second nature, and a lot of the music just, it just, you know, it's just there. It's always here, yeah. It's always here. Um, kind of avoid And that's not to say <laughs> that, uh, that it's not at home, but it's not the same exposure. You know, the kids are coming up through schools here, and... They're exposed to large contests, you know, hundreds of bands at a contest, and yeah. lots and lots of local games, lots of terrific players over here to, to listen to, and, and you could almost go there, you know, every day to, to hear something. So, yeah. um, for me, it's been very refreshing. It's uh, it's been you know like a a reuptake for me. It's uh, you know a breath of fresh air playing with these these musicians over here. It doesn't hurt. So I have to say, everyone that's been messaging into the show, don't worry, I'm going to ask the question now. Tell us about Johnny Rowe. He's in the big drum with the, everyone's so happy to see him. Yeah, he's How's just, he mixed uh, in? He's a legend. Walked in <laughs> and it was like he'd been there, you know, forever. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's the real deal. He's a great musician, uh lovely, lovely man. Um he's just there when you need him to be there and and uh you don't really realize it until he does a big stop and then you go, yep, he's there, uh, and there it's just, a, yeah, he's a great big heartbeat. It's excellent. See, that's a, everyone was kind of worried because we all know as you change the bass man, you change the heartbeat of the band. So we slotted in well then. Things are going okay. I would say it was an excellent heart transplant. <laughs> Super. There you go. So tell us then about today's performance then, about the MSR. But I haven't heard it yet. What can we expect? Yeah, it was really good. Um, you know, it's a draw at the line, and I'm just as happy to get one or two. Both are going as well, and uh, I think it's going to be really good. Well, so many people are excited to hear. You're kind of pegged as a dark horse. Oh, you well, never know. There's worse things than that. There is, there is. So, looking forward to the World Championships then. Yeah, yeah, uh, a couple of months, and uh, yeah. you know, you'll probably hear our other MSR at that uh, contest. Yeah, so looking forward to the Worlds. Preparations going well for the big one. Yeah, going really well. Of course, uh, you know, we take every opportunity when we're together. So, last week for Bellingham, it was a two circle contest, of course. Um, yeah. But uh, we still went through medleys this week, even though it's an MSR championship on uh, today. Just to keep it going. Just yeah. to keep them going. So, yeah, take, uh, take uh, the opportunity at every turn to, to play through everything we can, and everything seems to be going really well. Okay, so I have to ask you the big rap show question that I've normally asked everyone. What's your favourite cheese, David? 
Well, that's a great question. Yeah, tough one though. Uh, probably aged cheddar. Ooh, I like that. Aged cheddar, not your regular yellow stuff. No. You're talking about that it's nearly blue. Yeah? <laughs> Proper. Well, David, I wish you the best of luck for the rest of the season. I can't wait to meet you today. Thanks. Thank you very much. Cheers. So, welcome to the show, Mr. Scott Wallace. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Not so bad, mate. And here, it's just, we're standing here. It's lashing it down. Torrential. Absolutely. It's like a monsoon. <laughs> this is insane. So, yeah, first question has to go to what's it like playing in this kind of weather? Um, well, it's one of those things you just kind of get on with it. But I'm a fair weather piper, so I like to play in the sun as much. To, I would say as much to everybody else does as well. All right. So, well, to be fair to be said, for people who don't know you, you're a piper with the field march. Yep, I've been am there you. for quite a while now. Yep, seven years I've been. Well, this is my seventh season now. So I joined at the end of 2011, and it's now my seventh season with the band. There you go. I'm sure you've got a few stories. <laughs> I do. Yeah, indeed. I don't know whether I'm willing to divulge any <laughs> stories or not. But. <laughs> That's it. So how have you found the season so far with the FM? Yeah, it's been good. We've had a really uh, quite a strong start to the season. So we came out of Bangor and had a really good performance at Bangor. Right. Um, and then at the British in Paisley, we ended up third. And again, the band playing the number two medley, the hard drive medley, it was, it was a pretty good performance. It's my dancing right. set, as I call it. <laughs> I just kind of stand still whenever I'm here. That one. <laughs> so tell us about the book you're putting together. Okay, the book's called Indigenous. Um, and the Indigenous, actually, it was my mum came up with the name. Right for Indigenous because I was struggling the book was pretty much sitting ready to go and I was struggling with a name for it Aye. and my mum phoned me one day and because I'd lived in Australia and stuff the word, whenever you say the word Indigenous you automatically kind of think of the Antipodes and think of Australia yes yes. Um, uh, the actual meaning of Indigenous is occurring naturally in a particular place oh. so my mum was kind of like well, everywhere you go you write music and it kind of comes naturally to you so I was yeah. like well that's yeah okay fair enough that's um, there you go you know, excellent written tunes in New Zealand Australia, South Africa Northern yeah. Ireland Scotland so I thought that was quite a appropriate name for the book. Superb. I have to say, you are composing some of the most modern sounding piping tunes in recent days. Can you tell us about your process then, about putting tunes together? Is there any kind of forethought that goes into it? Well, yeah, the, it's, it's kind of just one of those things. That, like, there's a mel- It's like the quintessential thing for a composer. There's a, a, a melody comes into your head and then you just develop on it from then. So the first yeah. draft isn't always the end draft. There's some some of them are, are quite lucky where the first draft I'm totally happy with mm-hmm. um, and other ones that I would just I would tweak and work about the melody remains the same but where the note placement goes is, is yes. different you know the range of the pipes obviously we've got nine standard notes to work with um, as far as our normal yeah there's um, only so far you can go with that with that yeah um, the pipes are capable of more than what we give them credit for but for yeah. to get the, to appeal to the wider audience you kind of need to stick within the parameters I suppose but hmm. um, I like to push the boundaries. Um, Certainly, it does no harm. And tell us this: this is a question that the Rab Show listeners actually have been asking. That if I ever get a chance to talk to you, can I ask you about the red fez? What the red fez? What's that about? <laughs> so basically, um, it's just been one of my kind of eccentric <laughs> things, I suppose. Uh, I, I've always wanted a fez just because I think they look cool. Yeah, Tommy so, Cooper esque. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my flatmate bought me a fez for Christmas. Um, just past there so I thought this has to be a feature in the Turbo Harmony Bays videos oh, and, man. and all there these different videos that I fire up on, face, on Facebook you know there so yikes. the phases became part of the, the regime I suppose <laughs> so you've been travelling around the world then recently is in South Africa yep I, I was in South Africa oh I can't remember the month now but maybe two months ago or something mm. um, and I was in New Zealand in March for the New Zealand Nationals yeah um, yeah How's so that? Oh, the New Zealand Nationals was great it's always great fun that was my third year doing it playing with Inver Cargill oh see um, aye, aye. yeah the pipe major Ali McKenzie there it's a great pipe major great musician um, and a very very good friend of mine so mm. it's always good fun going out there the South Africa thing was great because I was out 
um, over with a band called Transvaal Scottish mm-hmm. and they ran a concert called The Spirit of Scotland Affinity sorry The Spirit of Scotland Yes. yes. Um, and they played some of my music at the concert um, and it was good to help help out over there and then we played at the competition um, helped set up the band and stuff and I, I played a recital on the Friday night before the competition it I think is. that was live streamed on, was. onto the show yeah, it, that was, was good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was good fun um, South Africa is a beautiful country it was probably one of my favourite countries in the world now to be honest yeah, yeah. although it's not something you would think would be a big piping culture at well, Do you know what I mean? It was, it's actually quite surprising because the, yeah. the Highland Gathering I went to was in Amanzam Todi, which is just south of Durban. Right. And it was huge. It was, and Honestly, there's probably more people at that gathering than there is at this one at the minute. Really? Yep. <laughs> now this, I'm expecting this to get busier, but oh, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, no, there was, it was thousands of people at that gathering, but it, it was Aye. all Highland dancing, piping. Yeah. The, the piping culture Aye. over there is really quite strong. Ah, fantastic. There you go. So if anyone wants to get a hold of your book then, Indigenous, where can they get it? They can get it at the book launch on Tuesday the 14th of August at the National Pipement Centre at half past two. Awesome. With some really great acts coming along to help us. Bob Worrell's um, emceeing. Legends. We've got a quartet from uh, New Zealand Police. That's We've right. got yeah. Alistair Henderson, um, last year's um, Northern Meeting gold medalist. We've yes. got Gareth McLeese coming along to join him. We've got a quintet from Field Marshall. And then I'm going to be playing a couple of sets with a oh. folk band at it as well. Oh, so. brilliant. Um, and then after that, the book will be available through trade I'm just working on some trader, trading guys now so watch the Facebook page and you'll find out all the information we'll there. get updates and I'm sure we'll keep you informed as well on the Rab Show we'll be plugging it absolutely well. <laughs> thank you very much so cheers Scott and best of luck today playing in this man I hope it really dries up <laughs> so do I thank yeah. you very much cheers thanks right, so welcome to the show Mr Craig Laurie how, how are you getting on how are you getting on you're back I'm back yeah. <laughs> took a wee hiatus and I'm back that's it so back with St Lawrence Hotel. What, what's it like nice. in the back row it's fantastic. I've been in a band with guys with so much drive and determination. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, obviously, the music is the biggest thing for me. It's, uh, it's a great. It's, it's great being in amongst it. Has to be an experience standing there. It certainly is. I was in the band previously, and due to financial reasons, I, I never actually wanted to play with the band. Unfortunately, it was the year that they won the worlds, uh-huh. so I had to leave just before it. I so I, I've come back this time. I took a year out there. Went away and played with the Chili Pipers, America, yeah. all over the place. Had a wee break to myself, got a wee girl now, I'm engaged. So and now congratulations, I'm by the way. Ah, yeah. it's <laughs> different man altogether now. <laughs> That's it. So tell me, you've had the experience now of playing with the Chilis yep. as well in the competitive world with St Lawrence. Have you got a preference? Well, until St Lawrence, the tools start paying me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, it's the thing I like about doing the both is. Playing on stage with the Chili Pipers at a big band gig, yeah. you're playing in front of it could be anything up to 10, 15, 20,000 people at uh, a time. Yeah. And it it makes it easier. It, it kind of gets you ready for walking into that Grade 1 arena. Really? Wherever it is. Because you don't get nervous. Because oh, I'm, I'm used to aye, juggling aye, a pair of yeah. sticks about in front of people that don't know anything about pipe bands. <laughs> and then I'm going into a Grade 1 arena with a pipe band aye. and there's no yeah. nerves at all. So it actually helps you doing it. Ah, there you go. So that's actually going to be a future topic yeah, on the show. Absolutely. We're talking about nerves. So you aye. don't suffer at all then. No, not at all. I mean, yeah, you get that weak kind of competitive edge just before you go on. But, I mean, it's that, if anything, that's, that spurs me on. My dad's always told me, if you're nervous, you're doing it right. <laughs> well, that's probably the best thing, yeah. You know, I mean, because you know how much you want it that way. Aye, aye. You know, I mean, you're playing at this level, I mean, it's... You have to not, have something yeah, there, yeah. I mean, this is just a total different class from anything I've ever played in before. You know, yeah. it's so musical. Stephen's a very musical guy, and with the pipe going in front of him, it's just... Sounding well, sounding well. So, 
this incoming season, how are things feeling in the St Lawrence camp? Yeah, going I mean, forward to the world. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's more we're looking forward to the world's concert first, and aye, then we've aye. got the the world on Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never done the world's concert before. I missed out on it in 2010. So you're missing out. I know, I know. <laughs> you're tired of this really badly. I should, I should have got a job back then. You know? <laughs> um, no, I mean everybody's in good spirits. Um, it's a great bunch of guys we're working alongside. I mean, every, everyone gets on so well together. Um, even myself flying in, as it was, sorry, as a fly in. Yeah. You're, you're brought in as one of the family and that's what I really enjoy about it you don't feel as if you've been away for any amount of time No, we've got a whatsapp group we keep things going in so just keep any updates in and it's great I mean I can spend a lot of time with the family without having to go to practice two nights a week you know I and yeah I see that would count for a lot too I'm sure yeah so with that rolling forward Regardless, we're not talking about grade one, but any other grades, is there any particular bands you have your eye on this year? Yes. Oh, that was well, I, I need to say, I need okay. to say, my fiance plays with Royal Borough of Stirling. Oh, we actually give them a shout on the podcast this week. Uh, she plays, she's a tenor drummer in there. Aye, aye. So hopefully they do well today. I'm sure hopefully they will. They do very yeah, well. Possible dark horse for that grade. I mean, I'm, I'm staying with Big Erin, uh, plays with Klaus Kelt. Klaus Kelt, yeah. So I'd like to see them winning the band and maybe Mary's band taking the drumming. That would be nice. That means both of them so will be happy both that people way. Be, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Aye, and you'll yeah. have a nice quiet house. Well, I wouldn't say that because if she wins the drumming, she'll not be home till Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me then a bit about Drums and Roses. You had a video recently yeah, that we went did. kind of viral. Yeah, unfortunately I wasn't in it because no. I was actually videoing. Uh, I was loaded with the cold and I was oh. meant to be playing on the video. Um, I thought, well, wait a minute, we've done a couple of videos before that have went quite viral. Yeah. So I thought, I'll take the time, I'll go on the Drums and Roses live and I'll video it and hopefully we get lots of hits off it. Yeah, yeah. And it's went down an absolute storm. I mean, I think it's over it. A million and a half hits now. Oh, wait, really? We're getting wow. email after email and Facebook inquiry after everything. That's it's, fantastic. It's keeping me in a job, you know. Yeah. I just started a new job back in May, just after Paisley. Oh, see. Uh, I'm now the CNC turner for Wallace Bagpipes. Wow, you're not. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, my word. Congratulations. A drummer that makes bagpipes, yeah. <laughs> Who'd ever thought? So I'm sure that's a process and a half. Yeah, though. It's, yeah. T- it's, been, it's a long process learning how to do it properly. But I've got experience in doing it in the past. Uh, not a lot of experience, mind you, but... With Laurie Pipes, uh, uh, obviously. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, So, I mean, I'm absolutely loving it. Full-time job, you know, because I was living off drums and noses, chilli pipers, and just doing piping at weddings a lot of the time, Aye. which left me to do a lot of time, spend a lot of time with family. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sick of them now, so <laughs> I, I thought, right, I better get a job. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Well, I know we've already asked you this on the show, but for the podcast, can you tell us what's your favourite cheese? My favourite cheese? Got to be Edam. Ooh. I love it with crackers. Oh, now you're talking. A bit of Philadelphia on the, the Jacob's cracker. Oh, and a cheese and on top a, of it. Yeah, a bit of oh, that's cheese on cheese, man. Ah, see. Aye, double win the there, double win. <laughs> you can also say my favourite cheese is my partner because it's so cheesy. Uh, uh, I mean, bubble cheese. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for being Craig. Absolutely no problem. And best of luck for the rest Thanks of the season, Thanks very much. Man. Thank you Thanks. very much, sir. Thank you. So, welcome to the podcast, Mr. Johnny Rowe. How are you, Johnny? I'm fine. How are you? Pleasure to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't tell you how excited people are to see you back. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really super pumped and, you know, extremely happy to be here with uh, with the Triumph Street, you know? Yeah. How's things going at the band? Yeah, great, really good. Um, it's a very unique kind of situation with the band, with us all spread out, um, you know, very much globally. But um, yeah. it's been, you know, I'm, I'm the lone Ontario player and uh, <laughs> happy to represent and... Uh, and yeah, it's it's really been great. I mean, the reception that I got joining the band from everybody from from the get go was fantastic, and I'm really really excited to be here and be part of it. I see. So then, 
How long have you been with Daco? Have you been with the band long for preparation and everything? Uh, well, I mean, I guess I officially joined in uh, maybe October or something like that. October, yeah, yeah. Some, something like ah. that. I mean, it wasn't long after last season ended. Yeah. Um, you know, my my uh, my relationship with the the former band kind of. Uh, you know, uh, ended and um, and uh, I was a free agent and uh, snapped up pretty quick. Then. Well, you know, I mean, obviously <laughs> it was kind of a very interesting time for me. I wasn't quite sure what was going to happen and what was going to, uh, you know, what was going to what was going to develop. And uh, David David was very very quick to start a dialogue and um, the, the rest, rest is history, rest then. is history, as yeah. they say. Yeah, yeah. So then we obviously have a lot of bass drummers who listen to the podcast and your name will come up quite frequently as being one that's influential oh wow can yeah. you tell us then did you ever get any like formal tuition on bass drumming or did you just pick it up no not really I mean I started playing in pipe bands when I was about 8 years old and um, hmm. you know my whole kind of reason for joining you know a local you know a boys pipe band way back in the day in Nova Scotia um, was purely to get into the drum kit you know I wanted to be Neil, oh, Neil yeah, yeah. I wanted to be Neil Peart, you know, and uh, <laughs> and so it was kind of like, um, you know, my old man was kind of like, hey, you should you should do that, you know, uh, yeah. try that out for a bit, and um, just kind of kept with it, and of course ended up, you know, playing playing drum kit too, and I still play in a lot of rock and roll bands back home, and Excellent. and that kind of thing, and yeah. and, uh, and I'm still doing the pipe banding thing. So really, for me, when I started playing bass drum, you know, when I moved from bass drum to snare in and around 1990, I was still playing with. Halifax Police at that time, or I had just joined Halifax Police. They were in grade two, yeah. And um, and uh, they just kind of, long story short, they needed that position filled, and uh, I kind of stepped aboard. I was still in school at the time, so it was kind of easier to learn less notes, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> and um, and you know, honestly, back then there was no YouTube, there was no internet, you none know, of that. No, none of yeah. that that people have today, which is great. Um, and it was just basically, you know, I listened to the Green album. I listened to the '87 Worlds. I listened to old Bogol Records, uh, Vale, you know, all yeah. the all the superstars back then, and uh, just tried to pick it up as best as I could, you know. There you go, excellent. So, have you got any tips or tricks even for complete beginners? What would your number one advice be to them? Learn how to play snare drum. It's least, coming across you know, a lot, yeah. At least a little bit. I mean, you don't have to be the next Stephen McWhorter or, or Jim Kilpatrick or yeah. Gary Corkin, you know, uh, Drew Duthert, whatever. You know, you just but but gain a bit of the knowledge so you can take that to the big drum and it'll be a lot easier to pick apart little phrases that the drum core is playing yeah. but also as well as that really pay attention to what the pipe core is doing because what I try to do is jump on a lot of melodic notes as well and I, I've see, always kind of yeah. really tried to play a little bit more melodically um, and uh, yeah. you know there's, there's key little phrases that you can jump on piping wise that yeah. can really en enhance the ensemble and at the end of the day that's really where we can make the biggest impact is in the ensemble certainly you certainly, know? yeah so as much as people were concerned mm -hmm. about the change of bass drummer in Daiko because we all know mm -hmm. when you change a bass drummer you change the heartbeat of the band the you're the goalie of the pipe band yeah, yeah the, the you net are, minder, you really yeah. are yeah but yeah. it seems to be that you've really settled in very quickly well, again, you know, I, I, I owe all the credit to the rest of the group because it was so welcoming joining these guys. And, you know, even not having met people face to face, the messages I was getting, uh, you know, after talking to David and kind of formalizing all of that, that yeah. business, um, once I officially came aboard, it was really quite seamless. And it was just a matter of getting the music and reps, reps, reps. You know, yeah. it's not like someone hands me the music. It's not kind of the way it works. No. And it's not typically kind of the way I, I like to 
learn the right. music. Um, I'm, again, a big proponent of listening to the tunes. You really got to be able to get the melodies in your head so you can, you know, you should be able to hum, hum the tunes. Yeah. You should be able yeah. to be walking down the street singing, singing Highland Wedding to yourself and yeah. know how it goes yeah. so you can start to play the music then. It's not just the big black notes on a page, you know. No. Um, it's really kind of playing from the heart. See, you know. well, excellent advice, Johnny. And if anything, we're all so chuffed to see you back out on the grass again, man. And we want to wish you the best of luck oh, for the rest of the season. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I, I am super jazzed to be here, and I just uh, hope the weather holds again. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we had a bit of rain a second ago, but uh, I hope it holds, and I hope everyone has a really great play. I just want, you know, I just want it to be a good contest. Yeah. And uh, I'm really happy to be here, and, and uh, you know, if you see me walking about, come on up and say hi, you know. Excellent. Cheers, Johnny. Thank you, man. Cheers, man. Good chatting. LoneStarPiper.com, the little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas. Proud to be firefighter owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalized service. Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and Highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Hello, this is Fred Morrison and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Loud Pipes Visual Media is your dedicated resource for coverage of pipe bands from Northern Ireland. Loud Pipes Visual Media specialises in both photography and videography, so you don't only get to see the fantastic spectacle of piping and drumming, but you also get to hear it too. Loud Pipes Visual Media is always very keen to promote bands from Northern Ireland, so if you or your band has an event or you would like a specific photograph or video taken, please get in touch with Loud Pipes Visual Media on their Facebook page or contact Barbara on 07192314022. go. I've had a chat with a couple of people and now it's time to hear some music. Let's kick things off first of all and let's hear what St Lawrence Atul managed to bring to the circle.
a bad run by St Lawrence there at all. If anything, I really love their drumming. Yeah, so I know we haven't heard the results yet, but mm -hmm. yeah, you guys are being armchair judges because I'm sure you know the results by now. Right, that was St Lawrence at all. So now, the band that everyone was kind of really excited to hear on the day, and as you've heard, I've just got chatting to Dave Hilder there. Let's listen to Darko Triumph Street.
and there you have it. That was a bit of Dyko Triumph Street there. And uh, yeah, I felt so sorry for that. I'm not sure if you actually managed to hear it, but I hear the crowd around me going, uh, whenever you heard that introduction, yes, yeah, somebody had an early chanter in the introduction. Yeah, it happens. It's bands, you know, you can even be in the best on the top flight and still make slightly silly mistakes like that. But hey, it happens. And that's, see, yeah, that's bands. Anyway, let's fly on. It was awesome to hear Dyko Triumph Street, to be honest, and sounding pretty strong. You know, this is the right side of the world, so mistakes like this can happen and will not cost you a season the world is in front of them so i wish them well right let's fly on and let's hear some of the masters yeah i have to say being here in person and listening to that tone machine oh my word okay it's time for the field marshal montgomery
And there you have it. Yes, that was kind of a clinic, wasn't it? <laughs> I told you, Field Marshal Montgomery are known as an MSR van, so yeah, putting on a school, I think. So, right, I know, I hope you guys are enjoying these performances. I've done this on podcasts before, where I bring you performances from bands and things, so hope you've been enjoying it. So time for one last one then, before we get into the nitty-gritty of the results and everything here. Yeah, time for some Inverarian District.
there you have it that was Inverary really strong performance there sounding really well and yeah the weather on the day has been changeable like right now when I'm standing here talking to you sun is actually splitting the stones it's lovely whereas before about half an hour ago it was absolutely lashing <laughs> so really difficult day for sound pipe majors have been struggling on all the bands and that seems to be the topic on the park most people are talking about what an amazing venue this is and yeah it will be really really sad to see this go this is an incredible venue it's really really big so like I said you have two tuning parks <sighs> yeah really sorry to see it go from Belfast but we had it there from Mr George Usher that we're going to get it in Lurgan so I guess another major is staying in Northern Ireland so yeah clearly the Northern Ireland piping fans are very happy about that right on a changeable day weather wise it's been difficult for bands I think no matter what the grade been chatting to some of the guys in grade 4a who were really struggling of anything i've been chatting to some guys who were on during the middle of a real torrential downpour and they got an absolute soaking they spent months and months and weeks and weeks putting their set together and then whoosh <laughs> but again that's bands you know i know there has been an argument online recently about possibly bringing competitions like this indoors hmm yeah maybe that's a topic for another future podcast but uh you know, it's been talked about for quite a while about bringing an event like this into like a, a big indoor stadium, the likes of Old Trafford or something like that. You know, it's been done, I'm sure, but whether a pipe band competition would work indoors, I don't know. I'm not convinced. Maybe you guys can convince me. If you are entertained by the podcast this week, please do send us in your emails. BigGrabShow at gmail.com. That email address again, BigGrabShow at gmail.com. Like I said, we're going to be putting together a bit of a show now talking about judges. We're talking to a lot of people on the ground today about said topic. And uh, yeah, everyone is really interested in the subject matter, but a lot of people are kind of reluctant to talk about it because it is a dicey topic. So, yeah, I guess we have to be sensitive in the way we tackle it, but we will tackle it nonetheless. Anyway, so get your emails into us, get let us know your thoughts on what you think are about our judging situation at the moment. Anyway, time to fly on, and that was the performances here at the UK Championships. Time for me to throw my heels up. <laughs> and yeah, because I've been standing in the Grade 1 arena now for over three hours, three and a half hours, I think. Yeah, just live streaming all of Grade 1. So if you are interested and you would like to hear more performances from Grade 1, get yourself onto the Rab Show Facebook page. All the performances are all up there for you to see. And uh, yeah, you'll get to experience all of Grade 1 as it happened. And right, as I say, time for me to throw my heels up because I've been walking around this park now for long enough. Time for a wee sit down. And we'll wait for the march past and it's time for the results. Island Laddie, centered runs, beating you only on the rolls. Quick march. Thank you, Van. Over to the CEO, Ian and Morton.
United Kingdom Championships 2018. Grade 4B. Best on tour winning the Glasgow West, West of Scotland Branch Shield, Grancha. Grade 4B, first place winning the Dumfries Galloway Branch Cup, Grancha. In second place, Middlegale. In third place, Whitehall. In fourth place, Cameland District. In fifth place, Strathendrick. And in sixth place, Bestrup Crimson Grade 4A, best drum tour, winning the UK Championship Shield, Lock Ryan. Grade 4A, first place, winning the Dundee Pertinagas Branch Trophy, McNeilstown. In second place, McDonald Memorial. In third place, Lock Ryan. In fourth place, Kalibaki. In fifth place, Kildol. And in sixth place, Ballycoon. Grade 3B. Best strong court winning the Dale Family Shield. St. Mary's Denny Krasner. Grade 3A, first place, winning the Pike Major WG Hepburn Senior of Turf Memorial Cup, St. Mary's Denny Krasner. In second place, winning the Great Mount Caledonia Pike Man Shield, Johnson. In third place, winning the Dumfries Galloway Branch Shield, Clotherham District. In fourth place, Battle Hill. In fifth place, Carusian District. And in sixth place, Denny and Dunny Place, Gen Eagles. Grade 3 Best Drum Corps winning the UK Championship Shield. St. Joseph's. Grade 3A first place, winning the Fightful Morrows Deeside Ladies Cup, Royal Borough of Annan. In second place, winning the Pink Major Wally Simpson Memorial Trophy, Anderson Strathclyde. In third place, the Highlanders, four shots. In fourth place, Marlacoon District. In fifth place, St. Joseph's. And in sixth place, Drumlock. Grade two. Best drum corps winning the George Purvis Shield, New Rossin District. Grade 2 first place, winning the W. Wotherspoon Senior Memorial Trophy, Mackenzie Caledonia.
in second place, winning the Lachlan Fraser Mackay Memorial Shield 1992-2013, plus Kelt. In third place, Rooster Kelty. In fourth place, Ravara. In fifth place, Man of Cunningham. And in sixth place, Kilchoman Distillery Isle of Islay. Grade one. Best drum corps winning the Stevie Simmons Memorial Trophy, St. Lawrence Tool. United Kingdom Championships 2018, Grade 1, first place, winning the Lonely and Borders Branch Cup, St. Lawrence Tool. In second place, winning the Hughes Family Shield, Inverary and District. In third place, Field Marshal Montgomery. In fourth place, Scottish Power. In fifth place, Police Scotland Fife. And in sixth place, Shots and Dykehead, Caledonia. Stephen Crichton, congratulations on your big win, mate. Well done. Thanks, Thanks very much. UK champion, how does that feel? You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry about that, Raph. You're okay, how does it feel? UK champion. Oh, I'm just glad that Paisley's now to one side and yeah. we're back on track. Back on track, yes. So there you go. With all the work and all for the preparation going for the concert and everything, it's nice to get a title under your belt, I'm sure. Absolutely. Big relief. Big relief for the Pipe Corps. I've been working really hard. And uh, for all the new players in the band, who obviously when you turn up with your first major after being so successful, especially as a drum corps, mm. and not to win it, even our first drumming competition in Bangor, yeah. uh, it was a bit disheartening for them. But I just told them, we got to stick with it. We know what we got to do. We know how to do it. And we just gone to the cream and always come to the top. So. so you came out fighting today, I have to be said. It was a great run today. It was, yeah. yeah. Uh, felt good on the park itself, yeah? Um, yeah. Um, we we changed up the sound of the drums a little bit today. We got them a little bit tighter. Uh, we yeah. got them a little bit more less snare on them, just to give the clarity a little bit of a uh, bit of robust from the behind. But uh, yeah. um, it's just a learning curve still. The heads are great. Uh, people c c probably are wondering about the sun and this that and the other. I've got seven drum heads on there since last August. Um, so that'll tell you. And we've played in extreme heat so far. They don't so pop too easy. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I like them all. It depends on how you treat them, how you set them up. That's it. So, Stephen, I'll let you go. We're going to have a Emil. photograph here. So, congratulations. Thanks very much, man. UK champion. Man. Good to see well you. Done. Thanks, Emil. Thanks. Congratulations, Alan Tully. UK champion 2018. How does that feel? Uh, it feels amazing. Yeah, really, really, uh, really, really pleased. Really proud of the team. Uh, we've put a lot of work into it this year. And um, I'm um, really, really delighted to see that we, uh, we were able to keep it... Uh, Keep our focus. So yeah, please. Excellent. Yeah. So with preparation and everything for the big concert and everything, I'm sure that's a lot of work going on behind the scenes at the moment for you. Uh, you know what it is. We we got a lot of work uh, done for the concert really early in the year, so we're, uh, yeah. we're we feel really prepared. Um, uh, we, uh, we, we had a deadline to get most of the concert stuff done for March so uh, we had it all out of the way for March so we're just t tipping along nicely so yeah, we're, yeah it's all, see, going, so all going good 
how did it feel on the park today? I have to say, you guys had a fantastic run today. Yeah, we were quite pleased. Yeah, we had a few few issues inside, but I think it was a difficult day weather-wise. I think most bands had a few things, uh, a few niggly things inside, but we were really pleased. Um, uh, we, we held our nerve. We had a, we've had a really good start to the season performance-wise, and I think the band has been very consistent. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we carried it in, in again today, so really pleased. Long may it continue. I wish you the very best for the rest of the season, Alan. Good luck. Cheers, cheers, Rob. Thanks very Thank much. You, so, there you have it, folks. So, Lawrence Atul, UK Champions 2018. Hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. <laughs> it's been a whirlwind of a day. I've been standing, filming for over three and a half hours and interviewing for about the same, and my legs are walked off me. I'm exhausted. Yeah, if you are new to the podcast, please subscribe, hit that button, so as each and every episode gets uploaded every week, you'll get a little ding in notification, so yeah, you'll never miss an episode. I'm out of breath, <laughs> because I was chasing St. Lawrence Atul out of the park, trying to film them and grab those last few interviews for you there, so there you have it. That was the 2018 UK Championships, hope you've managed to enjoy them, yes. Be sure to tune in to next week's podcast. We've got a lot coming your way next week. Plus our live show on Fuse FM Balamoney on Tuesday nights. And of course, on our social media, Big Rab Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Big Rab Show. Feel free to email us in your opinions of the UK Championships. Do you agree with the results? Do you disagree? Hmm. Food for thought. But yes, I'd love to know your opinions. On a pretty mixed day, weather-wise, and bands really struggling for sound. But, yeah, we actually managed to get a few predictions right in the Rab Show, which never happens. <laughs> anyway, there you go. That's me. I'm going to jump in the car and go home and have a big old cup of tea because I haven't had one all day. <laughs> Grant. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into the podcast this week. And it's time for me to hit the road. Well, that's it for another big Rab Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible World Championship performances, G1 reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current World Champions in Vararian District. Until next time guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. All the best.